Hi, welcome to the journey of parenting. I'm your host, Dr. Sharon Aduce, a licensed child clinical psychologist. Our intention for this series is to offer the most common tips that I recommend to parents in supporting their children and themselves. We're here to sift through all the latest research and most pressing issues in parenting so you don't have to. Why does my child seem more sensitive than others? Why is my child so fearful? Why is trying new things so hard for my child? Why is my child or teen avoiding school? How can I help my child be less anxious? In today's episode, we'll address some of these questions. While there are several possible responses to these questions, most often after a thorough assessment of biological, psychological, and social factors at play, anxiety seems to have a starring role. Anxiety and fear responses are critical for our survival. This is true of children and adults. For this reason, the goal of supporting a child who is anxious is not to reduce all experiences of anxiety, but rather to help them build skills to cope with anxiety and tolerate feelings of anxiety over time. There's a lot that parents can do to help with this process too. Tip number one is understanding that anxiety is an adaptive response, meaning that at one point or another, this anxiety was really protective and helpful for your child. All emotions have a purpose and function. For anxiety, it's to help prepare us to face potentially threatening situations. Sometimes this might come in the form of physiological arousal, like being more alert, or in the form of thoughts, like worries. If we have too little anxiety, we may feel unmotivated to do much of anything, and too much anxiety, we may feel so fearful that we freeze and also cannot complete a task. With anxiety, we want to be somewhere in the middle. Indeed, research studies have confirmed this, where performance on tasks is optimal when we have just enough anxiety. Reflect and ask your child, when is their anxiety helpful and when does it backfire? This can be an opportunity for you to normalize anxiety for your child by sharing times that anxiety has worked for you and times that it hasn't. In determining whether your child may be experiencing too little or too much anxiety, mental health providers focus on whether your child is avoiding certain activities or tasks that they either have a strong interest in, like attending sleepovers, going to after-school clubs, or are developmentally appropriate, like going to school if they're in school. Is there anything that your child avoids due to anxiety or perhaps tolerates with a lot of distress? Tip number two is to give your child's anxiety a character or name. This is a process that psychologists call externalizing the anxiety. For younger and school-aged children, you may suggest a worry bully character and have the child draw up what their worry bully or fear monster might look like. Think color, shape, size, etc. For older children and teens, you may reflect with them on whether their worries show up in a different tone of voice, more rushed, high-pitched, or in a growl. Presenting the idea of an inner critic 
or that voice that says, it's not perfect enough, that's not good enough, or you're such a failure, can also help generate a character. For some youth, they know exactly what their inner critic or anxiety character is like, and for others, nothing may come to mind. That's okay. You can also recommend that a name is assigned to represent their anxiety. Research shows that by externalizing anxiety, it's easier to get some distance from these feelings and not over-identify with them. Additionally, for kids who may already be dealing with negative consequences due to anxiety, like getting in trouble for not completing assignments on time or skipping school, it's easier for parents and kids to have a separate character to talk about that helps protect the child's own self-esteem and self-image. Tip number three is working to break the anxiety avoidance cycle. When a situation that triggers anxiety is successfully avoided, there may be short-term reduction in anxiety. But that also means that your child is not given the opportunity to learn that they can handle their anxious feelings. As a result, the avoidance of the situation then maintains feelings of anxiety or makes them worse over time. Let's apply this to an example. A nine-year-old who experiences social anxiety at school and refuses to go to school. The first few times, their parent accommodates the request, but see that the child's anxiety is not getting any better. By continuing to avoid school, the child is learning that the only solution to reducing their anxiety is to not go to school. One of the best ways to break the anxiety avoidance cycle is to take out the avoidance. This might look like the parent saying to their child, I know that going to school is hard right now, and I know you can do it. It could also look like returning to school incrementally, depending on how many days the child is missing and teaching the child coping skills to manage their anxiety levels. In sum, anxiety is not only a really normal part of the human experience, but also necessary for our survival. The top three tips to help supporting your child's anxious emotions include, one, anxiety is an adaptive response. At some point, this anxiety was very protective for your child and helpful. Help your child reflect on when anxiety has worked for them and when it backfires. Number two, externalize the anxiety. What character gives voice to your child's anxiety or worries? Once you have named the character, reflect on what makes your child's worry bully bigger or smaller. Reflect out loud about what might make your worry bully bigger or smaller. Three, break the anxiety avoidance cycle. Avoid avoidance. By eliminating the option to avoid, your child is given the opportunity to see that they have the ability to tolerate and confront their anxiety. Sometimes, this is best done alongside a mental health professional if you need to approach this in small steps or want to simultaneously build your child's coping toolbox to manage anxiety. Support your child by stating both the validation of I know this is hard, and confidence that, and I know you can do it. 
That's it today for the journey of parenting. Wherever you are in your parenting journey today, know that you aren't alone in this adventure. One that's full of laughter, tears, yelling, silence, giggles, the coulds, woulds, shoulds, and maybe some more tears. Join us next time to learn the truth about willpower and self-control in kids. Thank you.